When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Ivermectin won't treat COVID-19, but demand is high anyway. Army Colonel on Guinean TV says government is dissolved. And Taliban resumes some flights, press assault on final holdout. It's Monday, September 6. I'm Anthony Davis. Poison control centers are seeing a dramatic surge in calls from people who are self-medicating with ivermectin, an anti-parasite drug for animals that some falsely claim treats COVID-19. According to the National Poison Data System, which collects information from the nation's 55 poison control centers, there was a 245% jump in reported exposure cases from July to August, from 133 to 459. Meanwhile, emergency rooms across the U.S. are treating more patients who have taken the drug after being persuaded by false and misleading information spread on right-wing websites, talk shows, and by Republican political leaders. Most patients are overdosing on a version of the drug that is formulated to treat parasites in cows and horses. The troubling trend has been on the rise since the start of 2021, despite warnings from state health officials and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention against taking ivermectin. The NPDS says 1,143 ivermectin exposure cases were reported between January 1st and August 31st. But after some clinical trials at the start of the coronavirus pandemic, the FDA says the currently available data does not show ivermectin is effective against COVID-19. The agency added, even the levels for ivermectin for approved human uses can interact with other medications like blood thinners. You can also overdose on ivermectin, which can cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, hypertension, allergic reactions, dizziness, ataxia, seizures, coma, and even death. A Guinean army colonel seized control of state television on Sunday and declared that President Alpha Condé's government has been dissolved and the West African nation's borders closed, an announcement that came after hours of heavy gunfire erupted near the presidential palace. The dramatic developments on Sunday bore all the hallmarks of a West African coup d'etat. After seizing the airwaves, the mutinous soldiers vowed to restore democracy and gave themselves a name, the National Committee of Gathering and Development. Colonel Mamedi Dumboya sat draped in a Guinean flag with a half-dozen other soldiers in uniform alongside him as he read the statement vowing, the duty of a soldier is to save the country. He made no mention of Condi's whereabouts, and it was not immediately known where the 83-year-old leader was after Sunday's attack. Condé's popularity has plummeted since he sought a third term last year, saying that term limits did not apply to him. 
Dumboya, who has headed a special forces unit in the military, says he was acting in the best interests of the nation of over 12.7 million people. Not enough economic progress has been made since independence from France in 1958, the colonel said. Heavy gunfire had erupted early on Sunday near the presidential palace in the capital of Conakry and went on for hours, sparking fears of a coup attempt. The defence ministry claimed that the attack had been repelled, but uncertainty grew when there was no sign of Condé on state television or radio. His re-election in October had prompted violent street demonstrations in which the opposition said dozens were killed. Condé came to power in 2010 in the country's first democratic election since independence from France. Many saw his presidency as a fresh start for the country, which has been mired by decades of corrupt authoritarian rule. Afghanistan's Taliban rulers resumed some domestic passenger flights to and from Kabul on Sunday as the religious militia's fighters stepped up an assault on the last remaining pocket of resistance being led by fighters opposed to their rule. The anti-Taliban fighters in Panjir province, north of the Afghan capital, are being led by former Vice President Amrula Saleh, who has appealed for humanitarian aid to help the thousands of people displaced by the fighting. A senior Taliban spokesman tweeted on Sunday that Taliban troops had overrun Roka district, one of the largest of eight districts in Panjir. Several Taliban delegations have attempted negotiations with the holdouts there, but talks have failed to gain traction. Saleh fled to Panjir after Afghan President Ashraf Ghani quit Afghanistan as the Taliban marched on the capital. The fighters' lightning blitz across the country took less than a week to overrun some 300,000 government troops, most of whom surrendered or fled. Since the takeover, the Taliban have sought to recast the group as different from its 1990s incarnation, when they last ruled the country and enforced strict controls across society. Women and girls were denied work and education, men were forced to grow beards, and television and music were banned. Now the world is waiting to see the face of the new government, and many Afghans remain sceptical. Several countries have also started bringing in humanitarian supplies. The Gulf state of Qatar, where the Taliban maintained a political office since 2013, is making daily flights into Kabul, delivering humanitarian aid for the war-weary nation. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few 
of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.